Yeah. Have you have you effectively ground your gears? Yeah, I think I think they're ground like a fine like a fine pepper that you put on an elegant salad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Perhaps a wedge salad? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Rated NA, the podcast for the website nerdappropriate.com. We are on episode number 125, and it's dudes only because the ladies are all at Geek Girl Con. Yeah, they're flying back, actually. Um, our, our podcast buddy, Mylin, was actually messaging me from the plane using airplane Wi-Fi technology. Wow, that's Do you hear about incredible. the new JetBlue Wi-Fi that's going in? It's going to let you stream movies. What? Yeah, can, they're uh... putting in. They're putting in high-speed Wi-Fi on JetBlue and I think Virgin. On uh, Southwest, you can get um, like live TV on your mobile device. Oh, that's cool! Interesting. Yeah, on Alaska, watch... they give you these little devices. You can rent these little devices, and it has a ton of TV and movies in it and stuff. That's rad. I watched. Uh, you could watch the old NFL Network on the Southwest flight, courtesy oh, cool. of, of Dish Network. Can you plug your phone in for power? No, that's the only thing is that there's no power. Yeah. So what? What's the earliest? airplane movie you guys remember seeing um i actually remember mine quite vividly and i was just thinking about it the other day what was it it was splash with tom really (laughs) yeah wow yeah it was an oldie man i actually i don't remember where the hell my family was flying i guess i I figured out the date that that movie came out i could probably figure out doing some mathematics but yeah that was the first time i saw a movie on a plane we didn't fly a lot when i was a kid we did a lot of road trips like a ton of road trips. Um, yeah, we did too. But I know my earliest plane memory. I sat next to a Navy SEAL. Well, that's and, cool. And I was talking to him. I must have, because this was when I was like six. And like that was like the coolest thing I'd ever heard of in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, wanted to be, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. And I wanted to be like a Navy SEAL fire, fighter pilot, like the first ever or something. And uh, <laughs> I sat there with this guy just like talking his ear off. As like a six, he was super nice to me, and my mom remembers it too. My mom's like, yeah, he just sat there and told you stories, and and you asked him about all the equipment, and like, I remember I wanted to know because I was super into GI Joe. I wanted to know if he had all the stuff that like GI Joe had. <laughs> so I was asking about all these like different like when you're in the water, do you have these like mini you know mouth uh, air tanks that you wear? And he's like, no, it's not <laughs> like that. And I was like. What no and um, yeah, that's my earliest plane. He memory. probably hated you so much. He probably <laughs> did. It was it was probably six hours straight of me, a six year old Matt, talking to him about GI Joe essentially. So, <laughs> and now you know because yeah, knowing know. is half the battle. GI Joe. Let's do the rundown. <laughs> so today <clears throat> we're just gonna hang out. It's gonna be like a recovery podcast. Um, we're going to talk about the From news. the ladies, am I right? So we're going to talk about what we've been up to. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of news. Uh, Matt's going to review a Blu-ray. And of course, we have our, our NAFL and our NAP. NAPPA? Yeah. NAPL. That's what we call that. NAPL. The NAPL. Right. And then uh, in our question of the week, which seems timely for this particular podcast... What movie or game has the capacity to cheer you up no matter what went on that day? 
I love this question. I have, a good one. I'll, I will tell you. Should I tell you now why I came up with the question, or should no, I wait for the question? I always okay. save it. It's I'll a secret. It. It's a secret. Ash knows the secret, but it's oh, a secret. Fair enough. Well, uh, Ash, why don't you why don't you tell us what's going on? Well, since my wife went to Geek Girl Con, uh, first of all, I was jealous because I really like Seattle, and she got to go, but she had a really good time, so I'm happy that she had an adventure, and I can't wait to hear her stories. But um, I've been a, a bachelor home alone for the first time in many, many years. Like hmm. honestly, it's been many years since I have been at the house by myself, and it was it was kind of cool and kind of not cool at the same time. You get the, like you I, get I woke up on Saturday. Yeah, I woke up on Saturday and I was like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I just started like making messes. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to watch shitty, horrible movies. So I started watching like zombie movies on Netflix and I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. I think I'll have chips and guacamole for breakfast. So that's what I <laughs> it was like. It was like 710 and I'm like, I'm going to have chips and guacamole because why the fuck not? <laughs> and so I just was like, I'm sitting there for like, and you know, and we were supposed to record and then we didn't. Um, and I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to watch the new Clone Wars season. So I watched like the whole thing. Oh, like, my God. One, one gross, like, well, I think we stopped. I, I stopped with like three episodes left. So I went like 17 episodes straight almost. Wow. But it, I still have to catch up. But it up. was, um, was kind of awesome to have like no responsibility. But then by like Sunday afternoon, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's like too much freedom, too much like nothing going on. I'm like, I just feel so irresponsible and disgusting. Like I need to like go out and do something and like socialize. And I was going to ask you, is your house the dirtiest it has ever been or the cleanest that it has ever been right now? Uh, well, I just cleaned it. So I went, I went to work all day and came back and cleaned. Which yeah. was Chrissy, Chrissy is the cleaner though in the, in that oh, okay. relationship. I believe uh, she is. She's like, she's hardcore. Like I clean and then she, Recleans the shit that I clean. Whereas, so like, enough. whereas yeah. you and I, Scott, are the are the cleaners of our households. I believe mm. Chrissy is the cleaner of Ashley's yes, house. She's definitely she's definitely more cleanly than I am. Um, but anyway, it was fun. I played some GTA Five online. Watched um, Star Wars episode or oh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars uh, season five, Blu-ray, which was gorgeous, and uh, just kind of hung out. And then uh, Matt and I hung out for a bit on Sunday. Yeah. So what did you do, Matt? Because you were a bachelor too. Uh, I've been a bachelor for a very long time. My, Melissa left on Monday morning, um, so I've been all by my lonesome for seven days, or eight days now. Uh, I watch a lot of movies when she's gone. I really don't understand what the compulsion is, but she leaves, and I'm like, I'm gonna le- watch movies all day long every day. And then, so I've gone through like three red boxes, and I watched a couple movies on HBO, and I watched one of my own Blu-rays. Uh, so I watched a lot of movies. Um, Saturday I went to uh, a comedy showcase I think I talked about it before but I went to the same comedy showcase I went to about a month or two ago that my friend puts on which was pretty good oh cool Uh, no one was there so it was kind of fun to watch a bunch of comedians basically just not do their set and try to riff for 10 minutes and pretty much all of them failed (laughs) except for two which are my the guys that I actually go to oh. see and they did great. They were awesome, but they, there's like this, it's really weird. And I know Scott, you know, the feeling of like getting on, this sounds weird, but it, it was with me, but you know, the feeling of getting on stage to literally no one. Yes. 
And it's awkward because like part of you wants to be like, I don't even fuck, like, why am I here? Like, I don't care about this. I'm just going to not, you know, let's just not even do it or mm-hmm. let's just screw around or something like that. But then somehow for us, we always ended up pretty much, we might goof around a little, but we would always like play. We'd always play pretty well. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, but when you're on stage with a band, you you can play for one another, you know? Yeah, and I mean that's that's kind of it. But I mean, these guys were all in a room full of other comedians, and, and I guess maybe that's like the probably most rough room to do comedy to. But yeah, but like, there's also the part of me that's like, I was there. I'm not a comedian. Most of them didn't know who I was, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, part of me wants to be like, I could have been. I, I'm not, but I could have been anybody. Like, what if I was a fucking recruiter or I was from some entertainment company like hanging out just because i heard about a cool showcase going on and it's weird to get up and like half-ass it essentially or like forego doing stuff because you're like oh well no one's here so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna waste my a material on no one you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's just a weird it's a weird compulsion to me so it was cool to see the guys that i went to see get up and still even if they tried new stuff which some of it might have not done that super great still do really well and still have a room full of comedians laughing. I'm like, that's, that's pretty awesome, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, I had a shitty day otherwise Saturday uh, full of things, cars, <laughs> car, car fixing and computer fixing and uh, everything else. Yes. Um, and then Ash and I hung out Sunday and yeah, a lot, a lot of movies, just kind of a lot of chilling out. Worked on some music, which I think I sent you, Scott. Yes. Yes. Some new drops, if you will. and uh, Or interstitials, more appropriately. Uh, I think that's about it. How about you, Scott? Scott, uh, did anything happen to you this week? Well, yeah, I really do. Last, last week was pretty uneventful for me, you guys. I oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing at all gone? Except okay. I defended my fucking dissertation. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Then we had a man meal to celebrate. Yeah, we sure did. So that that is the thing that I've been very uh, almost superstitious about not wanting to talk about is that uh, I've been trying to get my doctorate. And yeah. it by all accounts, it seems like that's actually going to happen now. So congratulations, man. Congratulations. I'm After relieved. 125 episodes, we can finally reveal that you're trying to get your doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, what? (laughs) What? You're not actually trying to take over the world? That was so believable before. Yeah, yeah. People probably Um, thought you were trying to build like some sort of Frankenstein uh, fuck toy or something. And I don't want to hijack your your session. We can continue yours. But can we talk for a minute about how we all got the meat sweats and couldn't sleep that night? No, we can totally move on to that. Yeah, because because, uh, Matt was awesome and he, he took me out to dinner and Ash joined as well. And we had it. We just had a nice boys meat dinner it was we went awesome with the friggin' flemings which i'd never been to flemings it was yeah. it was good me you know either. i mean maybe, awesome. maybe not the greatest steak joint ever but it was it was a very very good one uh mm. but we all had these like massive like charred piles of meat along with like pork belly and <clears throat> cheese grits and cheese potatoes and like i tried to go to sleep that night like i could not sleep i was like tossing and turning in bed and like sweating i felt so yeah. gross all night long yeah i and shit then, myself I go. I went. To, did you literally shit yourself? No. <laughs> I'm just well, I go. I go to get my haircut the next day, and nobody knows this, I guess. But Scott's wife is a stylist, and we all go to her. But uh, we went. I went to Jen, and I was hanging out, and she's you know cutting my hair, and she goes, "Oh yeah, Scott really liked the dinner last night." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "He couldn't sleep though," and then he woke <laughs> up feeling not good. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I couldn't sleep either." I'm like, "I think we all had the meat sweats all night long." Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I asked Ash, and Ash was like, "I did too." <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, that was it was it was heavy, but it was delicious. That oh yeah. <clears throat> I'll also mention that um, in the in the lab that I work in at at the university, I have taken to codenaming all of our studies after you know James Bond themes. Yeah. Right. So like we've had. I've codenamed you know, studies. Have what? we ever talked about your your passion for James Bond? Or I no? think it's come up maybe once or twice, okay. like how much I like James Bond movies. But um, uh, yeah, like so we had we codenamed one like Thunderball, like Moonraker was one, and for this particular study, my dissertation, I named the study Vesper, and uh, like the coolest thing was that at dinner, um, I opened up the drink menu, and the first thing on the cocktail list was a Vesper, and that's why that's I awesome. got nice. it. Nice. And uh, I'm not a I'm not a martini drinker, and that is a stiff drink, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was think, maybe like 95 percent alcohol in that glass. Uh, well, martinis are technically 100 percent alcohol usually. Isn't there uh, like a splash of something? It was delicious. yeah. There might be there might be vermouth of some mm. sort in there. Um, I don't know what was in yours. It looked like a citrus kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, like a lemon twist. Yeah, if you will. Yeah, but they are they are strong, but they're they're sipper drinks. They're not meant to be like. Yeah, you know, you don't just like rip through a few martinis like nothing. If it's no. a real martini, no. And by the end, you guys, I was shaken but not stirred. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that was that was my accomplishment. So I'm back, you guys. I'm gonna start awesome. playing games again. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I know it's a good I'm, feeling, right? I'm really excited. I feel like I haven't turned on my Xbox for gaming in in months. So. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm about to finish beyond two souls. I still have to finish Batman Arkham city. I still have, um, transformers war for Cybertron on my drive. So yeah. So I'm stoked and I'm back and that's great. Um, that's awesome. went to the old, uh, went to the old food and wine on Sunday at the Epcot uh-huh. and, uh, that was cool. You know, obviously if you ever get a chance to go, you have to get a margarita at Mexico, which is delicious. Those things are wonderful. I know. So, eight jalapeno, jalapeno margarita. Yeah, you're you're a big fan of the jalapeno. Yes. Um, so ate food, drank drinks, and uh, I'm just that's why I called it the recovery podcast because I'm I'm just now settling back into normal <laughs> life, and I'm excited. Awesome. Well, we're excited for you. Congratulations, huge congratulations. It is a big deal. Yeah. Do you yeah, guys I'm, know? Uh, do you guys know what else I'm excited for? What's that? News. Star Wars Rebels. Hey, Hillary yeah. would be so proud. I know she would be. Yeah. So, um, I think I'm the only one. We uh, at one point we were all caught up on Clone Wars together, and then since the show like is not released digitally at all. Really? It is now. It, actually, it is now. It's on Am- to purchase. You can't oh, purchase it anywhere, but you okay. can purchase yeah. it on Amazon now. Okay. But um, they just came out with season five Blu-ray, uh, which I received as a gift from my from my from my wife, which mm-hmm. was an awesome gift, and um, and it got me thinking about how exciting I am for the new series. So when unfortunately when Disney got a hold of the Star Wars license, it, it canceled Clone Wars. And Clone Wars, this is what I just discovered the other day, was actually um, about midway into production on season six. And so they actually are still going to release Clone Wars season six, um, but only, I think, like six episodes. And they don't know the format in which they're going to release it either. So it might come out just for a purchase on Blu-ray. They might still put it out, um, you know, 
digitally in some fashion. But who knows if you know when we'll actually get to see season six of Clone Wars. But the big news um, that's been floating around is about Star Wars Rebels. So on Disney XD next fall, there's going to be a brand new animated series uh, done by the Clone Wars team. So Dave Filoni and a lot of the the you know the creative people behind Clone Wars are actually uh, coming up with a, a new series uh, called Star Wars Rebels. And it actually, it takes place uh, at a really interesting time period. So it's like, I want to say 13, yeah, it is. It's 13 years after episode three and about seven years before episode, or seven or five years before episode four. Okay, huh. so I might be getting my timeline a little screwed up, but it's, you know, as Darth Vader is, um, you know, at the height of his power and the Emperor's at the height of the power, uh, the height of his power and the rebel alliance is just starting to form and um yeah so it's all it's all about the formation of the rebel alliance and darth vader kind of cruising around the galaxy hunting down the last remaining jedi and um it's all kind of uh they said that the style is all based on the original um concept art from uh ralph mcquarrie i believe his name is oh that's awesome so yeah all the style is all based on those original pieces of concept art from um episode four so they're actually taking that concept art and treating it as if it was things that were created in the time period between episode three and episode four. Oh my god so it's gonna be fucking awesome in fact we're gonna get to see more yoda more old obi-wan kenobi darth vader actually fighting yeah which is something we never really got to see mm-hmm. i mean we got other that than one, those, the one fight with with luke that that, that fight I guess two. We got one. Didn't he fight? He fought Obi Wan well, for like a brief I, I wasn't, second. I wasn't being literal. I mean, like the if, the the way in which well, the you Jedi should fight be. in the animated series. That's the kind of fighting I want to see with mm-hmm. Darth Vader because those those animators got so incredibly skilled at doing uh, lightsaber duels that seeing Vader move in that way and seeing Vader fight is just going to absolutely blow my mind. Yeah. So. Um, it's a great time period. I'm hoping since it's now controlled by Disney that they're still able to keep it rather dark. Because uh, the last couple of seasons of Clone Wars are very, very dark. Like really, like no spoilers. Adult. No, no, no spoilers. <laughs> but there's very adult themes. Characters die. Um, it's not. I mean, there's still kitty episodes and kitty arcs, but they're, they're It's not the way it used to be in the first even two seasons. So, mm-hmm. um, Star Wars Rebels is going to be on Disney XD. Uh, fall 2014 we don't know any of the uh any of the good guys yet but they did release a new villain they said there's going to be a, a a character that works for the emperor called the inquisitor and he actually works for the emperor and for vader and the inquisitor is sort of a, a jedi hunter so but other than that we don't know anybody hmm. but all really exciting stuff what kind of stuff would you guys like to see because so, it's in a weird time period it's it's Han Solo and Chewbacca and all those characters are still around and Leia's around and Alderaan's still there and Vader's still there, but there's still going to be characters from like the Clone Wars timeline that are still technically could be alive. Yeah, that's so weird, man. So you is there said anything it's between you, like, three and really... four, right? Yeah, so it's between three and four. Wow. When does, um, when does, what the hell was that called? Force Unleashed. When does that take place? That's supposed to take place, I think, like two years before episode four. Yeah. Okay. So, but, you know, they might retcon all that. They yeah. might. Yeah. Because it got really not awesome. The first one, the, the storyline for the first one was neat. It had some really interesting 
you know, interesting have, moments. But have we ever seen like alternate timeline? Have we yeah. ever seen uh, like Obi Wan's, you know, escape slash like, like hide, going exile? into hiding? Yeah, yeah. like have we, ever, no. have we ever seen that story? They never showed it. I mean, episode three ends with him yeah. disfiguring Anakin, and then Vader getting basically born, and that's really it. So it'd be interesting to see him kind of get the kids away and oh and yeah him going into hiding and like you know i mean they don't we've never really heard about how all that went down mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean technically i guess leia could be a part of the new series but luke really wouldn't unless it's just like an hour of him moisture farming <laughs> but even <laughs> but even leia yeah i mean that it's them as kids though like as young young kids so. maybe yeah, you'll yeah. see him bullseyeing womp rats yeah, I mean, <laughs> just for actually, a whole episode. Now that I think about it, that that period is the period the the birth of the rebellion. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of material in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of really neat stuff, and there's there's rumors going around because that's also the period where um, Mara Jade was serving as the yeah. Emperor's hand. I think she was called right. I don't know. I think it's Emperor's hand, but anyway, um, Mara Jade is rumored to be a character on it right now. But who knows if that's true? Sweet. Awesome. So good stuff, but I'm really excited. Um, obviously, when I whenever I watch Clone Wars, I get really into Star Wars, and then it kind of fades away, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'll watch more, and I'll be like, "Oh, so awesome!" But definitely um, keep your eyes out for more Star Wars Rebels news. I always want to like pick up one of those movies every once in a while and just pop it in. Like I just, you know, never think to do it, even though I have them all. I need to do it. I have, have you guys seen gone back to watch three? I almost did this weekend, and I ended up not doing it. They were sitting there. But... Yeah. Have you gone back I to watched, watch the uh, original Clone Wars movie since it came out? No. No. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, did I've a been... side-by-side comparison, though, because um, I watched some of the special features on season five, uh-huh. and they showed the progression of Ahsoka Tano and like how she, how her her character model changed from season one to season five. And they aged her really well. Like you can actually see her height increases, and like her, she actually ages. Um, but also the quality and the animation from season or from the movie in season one all the way up until season five, it's ridiculous. Like some some of the the animation in season five is literally breathtaking. I just like stared at the screen, like oh my god, oh, I, I could not believe it. Yeah, so you, you will absolutely love it, and I would definitely watch it on blu-ray I and mean, that i think think that's the way it's really meant to be viewed so indeed so scott let's talk about these console launches because <clears throat> there's been, been some developments yeah guys I, you know what i think it's time to do we haven't done it in a long time oh boy it's time for a little grind my gears you guys <laughs> <laughs> can we get a sound effect that's kind of like <laughs> like industrial noises i'm gonna have to find something um <laughs> So what appears to be happening is that there will be no launch titles when these consoles come out. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's a bit of hyperbole, but it's starting to look a little ridiculous at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, one of the game, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, one of the games that I was excited for because, you know, I, I do like the Connect and I am looking forward to using it was Connect Sports Rivals because I played a lot of Connect Sports 1 and 2 on the Xbox. I thought it worked pretty well and it was fun to play. Um and I think that was one of the first games to get pushed back. Yeah, into... you would think if, if any producer is going to hit the mark, it would be Microsoft, right? <laughs> like, yeah, and not only that, seems... but just like a sports game where all you have to do yeah. is just like do stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. to like 
tighten up the graphics on level three or like so have they announced is it january do they push it to january i don't know but like it's pushed beyond the launch which is already too far you know and then uh all of a sudden you hear rumblings and then watchdogs gets delayed and everybody's like yeah that is the biggest bummer for me that was the one it's the only narrative story coming out yeah and do you think that like you know like that that game gets delayed and then the you know the crew which is the racing game also got delayed and then you hear i think there was like some news like in this past week that uh ubisoft stock dropped like some ridiculous amount because of this really? do you think ea is just sitting back and they're like yes licking their chops like yearly releases yeah. of madden <laughs> like montgomery Burns style they're like yes battlefield 4 and madden and sports games for everybody this season you know um, yeah, none so, of those sports games are getting delayed. If you're into basketball or football, they'll be available for you. Yeah, I mean, so the Watchdogs and the crew get delayed, right? And then um, Sony, uh, they delayed Drive Club, which was something that they heavily touted in their yeah. uh, original press briefing because they're like, we're going to yeah. have Drive Club and then we're going to have like a version of that game which is free for PlayStation Plus members and it's going to be awesome, you know? And everybody's <sighs> like, yeah, you know. Anything you say, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, because now the systems are, are essentially the same. But at the time, anything you say, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, like, what is the deal? Right. So like, what are you going to what are you going to do now? So we're, we're all getting the Xbox. I don't know if any of us are getting PlayStations at launch. Not, so not on release, no. as far as like the, you know, maybe the higher, higher tier exclusive titles go, that really leaves things like um rise or um dead rising three or i think forza i mean you know god forbid two of the racing games get delayed because there's like five anyways (laughs) yeah there's need for speed forza the crew drive club drive club and i think there's another one i'm not joking yeah i think there is i'm trying to think who got pushed too because that's ubisoft i'm saying like i'm saying that that's how many driving games are coming out on launch of the original five i think two of them are now delayed here's my my problem with it is that like like i'm gonna get killer instinct you know i'm gonna be wowed by the connect and its power and i love love doing some other stuff but like i wanted watchdogs because i wanted that game that made me go like this is why i got an xbox one that yeah. like kind of awesome game where they're using the smart screen and like you know it has some cool integration and it looks gorgeous like that's what i wanted and now i'm like we were talking about this at dinner i feel like i'm like stuck with battlefield it's like i have no options anymore i'm like well i'm not doing call of duty i guess i'll get battlefield yeah, yeah. we're all gonna be playing battlefield come launch i'll probably get rise it's gonna but, like, be good though it's gonna be really good I know, but I'm not a hardcore Battlefield guy either. I'm like getting forced into Battlefield, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a game that I would otherwise probably not buy. I might rent it when it gets released to play with you guys a little bit, and then I'd probably never play it again. It's, it's I'm just not. I'm not like a Twitch gamer. You guys know, like I don't mm-hmm. do those kind of shooters. So hopefully, there will be like a co-op story. You know, there, I don't think there's any. Story I don't think at there all. is in Battlefield at all. Battlefield yeah. Four is not going to have a single player mode this time. No, I don't are you think kidding it does. me? I think it's just Call of Duty if you want that kind of stuff. No way. They yeah. even Battlefield Three had a had a single player campaign, didn't it? I'm gonna Google this right now. For yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might be. I mean, because now they have those thinking. like they have those commercials where the guys are like in their Battlefield Four will have a single player story. There you go. Okay, Angry yeah, sea. That's right. Because I remember seeing this stuff from the inside of the car that's filling with water and stuff. So there is a single player. Oh, okay. It's called Angry Sea. <laughs> well, at least there's that, right? So. Uh, you know, Rise. Like, yeah. how long do you think I'm gonna have to wait for Rise to go down to like thirty dollars <laughs> a know? week? I $3. think December. 
I mean, it's just, it's like, it may not be a terrible game. It's just, it's just one of those games that I can see it now. It's going to come out and then, and no one's going to buy it. And it's going to be <laughs> like, the Cameo elements of power all over then, again. Like, Christmas season's going to roll in, you know, Black, Black Friday's going to roll in and it's going to immediately drop in price. It's going to go down to 20 or 30 bucks. Or like just, on uh, Amazon's Black Friday, like rotating yeah. roulette wheel. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so from what I've seen so linear that I don't know if it's going to have replayability. So like, yeah. it's going to be like the kind of game that may take you, you know, maybe 10, 12 hours. And then you're going to be like, well now what the hell do I do? Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> so that's yeah, kind of like, the problem. I mean, yeah, like, like what there's, are we going to do with this? Like as far as like quote unquote killer apps go, it's like, you almost have to wait until next season for the, those, you know, gigantic releases like your now watchdogs and Titanfall and destiny. Titanfall. If you're into that, like that kind of thing. Titanfall and Destiny are going to be amazing. It's just yeah. there's no point in buying the day one systems at this moment. That's like I feel stuck because like I'm not going to cancel the purchase. No. I'm just going to go ahead and get the Xbox. Yes, which is fine. But it's like I just wanted one. You know, maybe Battlefield Four will blow my panties off. Who knows? It just I just but can't. you want something to like hang your hat on. You know, you yeah. Want to be like, I was like, I'm not excited about it. Is the problem? Yeah, I was excited and, about Watch Dogs. And the other thing that I wanted to quickly mention was like the sort of the promotion that these two systems are aligning themselves with, right? So PlayStation is aligning with, uh, they're doing a Taco Bell promotion, right? You've seen those commercials. Yes, I have. And then Microsoft is doing like a Doritos and Dew cross yeah. promotion. It's yeah, like, yeah. come on. You know, like Pretty... you're trying to like elevate the status of these systems to like a broader audience, but then you're like, hey, Marketing here's some Mountain Dew and some tacos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't understand what the approach Sorry, is. Sorry, bro, you're late. Dave killed like a million of them. Yeah. That's and then, what the PlayStation commercial sounds like to me. Just some... That was totally me this weekend, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was being a fucking a- asshole, running people over on my motorcycle in GTA five, eating chips and have having um Mountain Dew and saying stuff like that over um so, over Xbox chat. So what you're saying is that the only reason we hang out with you is because you got married to Chrissy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty that's pretty true. You like, guys are fucking stuck GTA 5 really is bringing out the worst in you, isn't it? Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm becoming like uh, a terrible sociopath. Yeah. I was listening um, to stories today about it again. Oh god. Yeah. Uh what was the last point I was Oh. Oh, this is equally as confusing too. This isn't really related directly to the Xbox, but um, here in Orlando, there's a Microsoft store opening at one of the malls, right? And you know what they're using to promote the store opening? Yeah. Pitbull, the singer, the yeah, artist, <laughs> the entertainer. Pitbull. Amazing. Well, right? I mean, it's not entirely unfounded no. in the area that we're in. No, it's not. But is is Pitbull going to sell uh, – is, is he going to sell surfaces in Windows Phone? It's not phones? hip. I mean, that's the thing. It's like if they're aiming at Apple, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Apple's like – uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got, you know, arcade fire or something like right. that. Right. That's, like, I guess oh, that's kind of the point. It. I think, does this, do these systems need like an ambassador program? Like what, what they did with the 3DS where it's like, <laughs> Hey, here's some free downloadable games. Sorry. We have no launch titles. My bad. You know? I mean, I don't know. It seems like, you know, God forbid something did happen to battlefield or, or call of duty. <laughs> I think people would freak the F out at this point. I mean, like, like all I was, the games are disappearing. I was, I was debating not buying South Park Stick of Truth because I, in my mind, I was like, well, that comes out like on the same day as the Xbox One, so why would I, when am I going to have the time to play that? But right. now it, it clearly seems as if I... Is that still I'm, coming out that time? I thought I could push too. 
pushed like backwards again. Yeah, I thought it did. Maybe I I'm think wrong. it's coming out on uh, like on the twenty second almost. Oh, December tenth. Yeah. See. Oh my god, <laughs> Ubisoft, what's going on? <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so yeah, so that's my that's my beef, you guys. Yeah. Have you have you effectively ground your gears? Yeah, I think I think they're ground like a fine like a fine pepper that you put on an elegant salad. <laughs> wow! Wow! Is it perhaps a wedge salad? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's amazing. amazing. That yeah, a, good... a wedge salad, if you will. Yeah. Was that the first wedge salad you'd ever seen? Scott? Apparently, it was. I mean, I I had no idea that you had to. Uh, it was a pretty ridiculously oversized wedge that you but, could uh, cut the lettuce into whatever shape that you preferred. Yeah. For yourself, and they, just, they put some blue cheese and some bacon on there. It's wonderful. Yeah, that was a great salad. All right. So my <laughs> gears right. have been ground. You guys. Okay. So let's let's talk about something else. Let's review wedge salads. So that wedge salad. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, so uh, it came out actually today that um, Netflix has surpassed HBO in number of subscribers. That's crazy. Go Netflix. That is a gigantic fucking landmark because HBO um, is basically known as like the biggest subscriber based thing. Like come entertainment wise mm-hmm. anywhere. Like HBO is dominant in pretty much all fields, uh, and they rake in money every year. So the number that got um, released was that, as of last count, Netflix was at twenty nine point nine three million, not including trial accounts. Wow! And HBO was at twenty eight point seven, and now they're saying if you count international along with that. Netflix is somewhere in the range of 40 million subscribers at this point. That's wild. Damn. Um, Orange is the New Black, they're saying, is one of the most watched original series ever. Oh. It was really good. It was really fucking good. Uh, which topped House of Cards, which was also really fucking good. So I haven't watched Orange is the New Black, Ash. I know you really liked it. You guys should binge it. Just do it. Like That's what Christy and I did. Just wa- You and Melissa should watch it over the course of like three days. Did Just... you ever watch House of Cards? No. 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 Well, we should switch. I'm not. I'm not a Kevin Spacey fan, though. Dude, Will I get such, over it? It's such a good show. It's it's like a really really good show. If you like if you like Newsroom, you would like House of Cards. There's zero okay. reason to like one and not the other. I know it's Kevin Spacey, but you'll you'll not like him during the first episode because he's he's really dominant in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things start you know getting twisted and storylines start turning, and it, it'll you'll move on from your Kevin Spacey issue, I think, pretty quick. But it's it's really good. But um, I'm kind of all for this. Uh, I still have cable right now, and I've made the point that I actually pay a healthy amount for my cable. But yeah, it's not a cable company. It's AT and T Universe, and and they actually do very well at delivering their cable to me. So I, it's like I don't mind paying for it. But oh, you mean they do time, their jobs? Yeah, like they provide the service that you're paying for. Yeah, essentially the internet Ugh. is stable and at the speeds that they say it's going to be at. And then uh, my cable is always up. And my DVR works really well, and the hardware is really nice. So, you know, all that stuff you pay for with any cable company, the basics is what I guess you would call it now, <laughs> actually all works very well on AT&T. Huh. So I don't, I don't really consider it an issue at all times like I did with Time Warner and Bright House and every other Time Warner-related company ever created. Uh, thanks, Time Warner, for being a sponsor <laughs> this week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, uh, I mean, I think we're all Netflix 
subscribers here. And Ash and I, I think we both have cable and we still subscribe to Netflix on top of that. Mm. Uh, do you guys think that the Amazon Prime, Hulu, Redbox, Redbox Instant, Netflix is the wave of the future? Or do you think cable can still catch up? And the next, the other rumor that's actually coming out right now, which is supposedly becoming less of a rumor and more just true, is that who or Netflix is in talk with Comcast and I believe somebody else to actually have Netflix on cable boxes, and it would oh. be part of your subscription at that point. Well, that's weird. Interesting. I mean, I would prefer I mean, to not have to subscribe to cable again, and I would actually prefer if HBO just swapped their customer base from cable companies to actual people that watch TV. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I know, I know, we have, but I'm just going to reiterate the point. Yeah. Ash, I, no I mean, no, I mean, it's not that I don't have feelings. It's just it, it feels to me sort of like uh, I hate cable so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, but then, like every time I think of completely getting rid of it, I'm just like, well, like there are certain things that I I like to do. Like, I like to be able to watch like the hot topic shows like walking dead as they air because when i go to work i mean this is silly but that i have things to talk about with my coworkers at lunch right sure so like and if i had to wait then i could not be part of the conversation etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's silly but it's also important you know what i mean and yeah it's that way with a lot of those really big big popular shows like i feel like i need to watch them as they air and i can't really do that without cable right now right um so, I mean, I'm glad that Netflix is, is surpassing HBO. I love I love Netflix. Um, I still feel like I'm cheating the system when I when I use it. I'm like, how is how am I getting this much for for so little? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that company. I think they're great. Well, I think it's a good thing. I think the numbers are kind of astounding. They're they're still like I think they they always mention, and I don't think they did in this article, but like they still count for like a quarter of all internet traffic in and out of the U S is Netflix, which is insane. That is a, a, a high demand amount of traffic. So yeah, that's, that's crazy. amazing. Also considering that sometimes their movie selection is highly suspect, you know, <laughs> like, you know, what's weird though with that is that cause everybody says that, but like, I think people forget, I think using the, um, TV interfaces like Xbox or Roku. Mm-hmm. I think few people forget that the stuff that's on their screen is not Netflix's only selection. It's what they think you want to watch, and that there are a ton of more movies if you search or if you start like looking through things. It, they're just not like addressed. I think in the best way on those TV apps yet. I don't think they've figured out how to show you the depth of content that's there. But really, what's happening is they're filtering things that they think you want to see sure. to you. you I know? think. Yeah, I mean, I I would agree. Uh, I would also say that I've probably watched more television programming on Netflix than actual movies. Oh yeah, I mean, I think they've hit their bread and butter with with having the kind of season before stuff. Um, of you know, I mean, what are they like? Ash, you're watching Parks and Rec on there, right? And I watched. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how I caught up on How I Met Your Mother, and I think you know, Walking Dead is on there, and and. Uh, all the CW shows and stuff. I mean, they, they've, they clearly know that, 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 that is a place that people want to watch TV along with movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, I don't know that I think of another app when I think about, I want to watch a movie. Like when I just want to watch something quickly and it's not new, like I just want to find something old maybe to watch or something that I had never seen, but I know is old enough. I don't generally search Amazon or Hulu or anything first. I generally go right to Netflix and see if they have it. Oh, really? I go to Netflix first. I mean, to 
Amazon. Amazon. Oh, really? I do hey. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go to Amazon first when I'm looking for a movie. I never go through Prime. I mean, it's and so then Hulu weird. for TV shows, and then Netflix last for both. Really? Yeah. Isn't that I'm weird? probably opposite. I, I do Netflix first for pretty much everything, unless it's new. Like, if it's new, then I know new TV will be on Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. New movies, generally, I would buy on Amazon or rent through my cable box or something. So, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, like if I, I want to watch Quantum Leap, then I'm going to Netflix, you know? Right. Huh. I think we all We're learned all something here different. today. Yeah. We're all different. It's like we almost <laughs> just did an Aquato, like an impromptu one. <laughs> Sweet. Well, let's get out of this section. All right, cool. Get out of here. Well, we're, we'll, we're, we're going to get out of here for a second. And yeah, then we'll here. come back and we'll do something else. All right. Get, sounds good. Get out, get out of here. Get out of here. Get off my lawn. Lots to review because we kind of really, really played. Ash can talk about GTA some more. Some of yeah, that's crazy. Killing Ran more dude over in places. I will take part of the blame for this because I have not been able to finish Beyond Two Souls. You know what, buddy? It is all your fault, but I'm okay with it because you're a doctor and you're going to write me prescriptions for things soon. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I think I think your knowledge may be a little mis- misinformed. You're not going to have a prescription pad. No, no, it's not exactly like that. Can you get me subscriptions to things? I can get you subscriptions. Okay, that'll work. And descriptions. I can give you descriptions. Oh, okay, that works too. But not prescriptions. Is it per or pre? Pre- prescriptions. Prescriptions. Um, that's okay. We're going to do a spoilery talk about Beyond Two Souls maybe next week. Cool. Yes, definitely maybe. next week. Um, but I was on a movie binge this week. Oh, the one I didn't mention before that I was going to talk about. I saw Life is Pi last night. Life of Pi? Life of Pi. Life is Pi. <laughs> Life guys. is Pi sounds like a delightful Life rom-com. Life is just like Pi. It's just a movie about really fat people. Yeah, I mean, it's just people eating blueberry pie and apple pie and peach pie. And is, uh, is Meg Ryan in that one? Life is Pi? Life is Pi, yeah. Yeah, and Tom Hanks. Yep. Yep. Anyways, uh... <laughs> oh boy i watched life of pi that's not what we're gonna review but it was actually a very thought-provoking and good movie i was surprised because i didn't expect it to be but i guess it did win like a ton of oscars it's not shocking but did you guys ever see that one or no Mm -mm. nope yeah well i'd recommend it it was uh, a lot better than i thought did you get that on the old uh red box uh no it was on hbo actually wow or showtime maybe anyways Mm. um I boxed uh, This is the End, which is the Seth Rogen comedy about the end of the world and a bunch of actors kind of surviving the apocalypse inside of James Franco's house. Uh, But they they all play themselves, right? They all play themselves. Well, they all play like themselves by name. Uh, They're like cartoony version, or I would assume cartoony versions of what they are in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the cast list is kind of ridiculous. The, The... 
the main group that is left over is Seth Rogen, uh, James Franco, Jay Baruchel, uh, Craig's, Craig, Craig's, Craig Robinson, and uh, Jonah Hill, and Danny McBride uh, are kind of the main crew of guys left inside of James Franco's house uh, once the apocalypse happens. It's amazing. Um, before the apocalypse happens, James Franco is having a party, and it is like filled to the brim with famous people. Uh, and I mean, like every shot has five to six cameos of of somebody famous, including the most ridiculous one, which is Michael Sarah, who plays himself as like a coked out asshole. And it's <laughs> what it's pretty hilarious. Uh, he like there's a famous scene which i don't think this is ruining really anything but there's a scene where he's like he does a bunch of blow on a pool table and then he turns around and slaps rihanna in the ass and says hey what's up rihanna and rihanna just turns around and punches him straight across the face that's awesome (laughs) it's like pretty amazing and then there's a bunch of other anecdotes which i won't i won't ruin for everybody to see but michael Sarah is just kind of a ridiculous figure of himself um then we've got like Emma Watson uh, is in it pretty heavily. Nice. Um, Christopher Mintz Plass, uh, Rihanna, Martin Starr, Paul Rudd, Channing Tatum, uh, Jason, Damn, Jason um, oh, Siegel. Siegel, thank you. Uh, Z's and Sorry, Kevin Hart. Uh, and the list goes on, guys. It's like ridiculous how many people oh, are in Oh no, Z's and Sorry's in that movie? I totally have to see it now. And he dies in a <laughs> Those are pretty good as easy. Those Sorry. are pretty good as easy. Yeah. Thanks. Oh no, my fingy is my still my favorite. <laughs> my fingy. <laughs> my fingy. Um. So, uh, what surprised me about this movie, and uh, this happens in the first like fifteen twenty minutes, is that this is not the end of the world, and like zombies are attacking or monsters. This is like straight up the rapture, <laughs> like. People are risen to heaven, and and the earth opens up, uh, and demons start coming out and slaughtering the evil people that are left behind. Uh, so what's really cool is that the story you kind of watch these like cartoony, self-involved actors start to figure out that they're not like the best people in the world that they thought they were beforehand. Like that's kind of the point of it is that. These guys literally thought they, you know, like they just walked on water essentially. And then when the rapture happens and none of them get taken, there's like a scene of them just being baffled why none of them would get taken. They're like, I'm good. I give to charity. What's going on here? Like, it, it, it's pretty amazing to watch. Um, I give to charity. I love that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And like the comedy is 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 ludicrous. Like the the jokes are all, I mean, if you've seen any Seth Rogen or Danny McBride film, uh, like Pineapple Express or oh, yeah. God, what are some of the other ones? Not so much the um, you know, not Knocked Up and stuff like that, but the straight up Seth Rogen vehicles are more so what I'm talking about. Pineapple Express is probably the best example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or Your Highness, which was okay, but still had that kind of like crazy humor in it. Um, that's what the whole movie is, essentially. Like literally, <laughs> almost the entire movie is it's jokes, incredible. all the way through. Uh. Jonah Hill is absolutely hilarious in it, playing the joke that I made. I was talking to my friend, to our friend Ryan, who had seen it while I was watching it, and I was like, I kind of feel like Jonah Hill might actually be like this in real life. And he's like this kind of schmucky Hollywood fake 
guy to Jay Baruchel, who's like this brooding, angry New York guy, kind of like it's it's really interesting to see the the cartoons they put on these people, and then James Franco might actually be James Franco. Like, <laughs> sure, it's just so weird <laughs> to watch. Like, it's it's hard to know where they drew the lines and where they were just kind of being themselves. Um, but it's it's very funny. It's it's steeped in religion, which is weird and was unexpected, uh, but not necessarily in like it's not like Catholicism religion. It's heavily Judea Judaic or like Christianity based. <clears throat> okay, but not not so. It's not like heavy handed. It's just kind of religious feeling. You know, it could be any religion. Just oh. about okay. that. Inv- apparently, that involves Satan and God, but. <laughs> You know what I mean. So uh, it's pretty cool. And the backstory on it is they they did a student film with one of their friends, Jason Stone, who did it. And uh, let me look. The title was called uh, Jay and Seth versus the Apocalypse. And it was like a 10-minute film. And they always loved the story. So now that they all you know are basically rolling in pits full of money, Seth Rogen went back and wrote it with his, his co-writing partner, Evan Goldberg. And uh, the two of them basically made, got the movie funded and made it on their own. Wow. So it's written, directed, and acted by Seth Rogen. And uh, it's good. It's highly recommended. It looks kind of cool. Like the effects were kind of dumb, but they were <laughs> dumb in a good way. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of like just ridiculous, ludicrous things that happen. Like, I, I, like it's so hard because they're all jokes, so I don't want to ruin any <clears throat> jokes yeah, by yeah, telling yeah. the stuff that happens. But it is a very funny movie. And uh, if you enjoyed Pineapple Express, I would say check out This Is The End. Did you did you buy the Blu-ray or just rent it? I just rented it. Oh, okay. Uh, I might go back and get it, honestly. But uh, for now, it's just I just rented it. But it, yeah, was, okay. it was really good. I didn't want to put you on the spot. I was going to make you do like a review of the Blu-ray, you know, as far as like the features and stuff go. But if you... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch any of the other features and stuff. But um, especially on the Redbox ones, they rarely have extra features which is weird because it's a blu-ray you'd think they'd have the space but apparently not sure i mean i think they just have rental versions to like yeah yeah hold withhold things from you for your rental (laughs) to punish you for renting from them yeah uh yeah Uh, cool can i i was uh i was checking something out while we were doing this and i want to some breaking news you weren't giving really me your right. undivided attention. You huh? were doing other things on the internet while I was reviewing something. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to no, pull back the curtain too much. But there's, we didn't have a lot to talk about in the review no, section. Whatever. It's fine. <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> but I wanted to mention that, like, uh, two of my favorite games, the the Seventh Guest and the Eleventh Hour, are now available on oh, Steam. Yeah, Steam. Hey. I was going to write you that because Eleventh, I saw Eleventh Hour was on Steam, and I was like, "Holy crap, Eleventh Hour!" Holy crap, Matt and I and our, our other two friends, Adam and Andrew, we we played the pants off of these games, man. Like the Seventh Guest and the Eleventh Hour. Yes, um, and that was back when there was no internet, right? So you couldn't Correct. couldn't go on, couldn't go find. Uh, faqs or or let's plays or anything like that you just we had wrote to... things down on paper yeah oh, yeah and then we would revisit them and sit there and just stare at the screen all of us until we could figure out what was going on and that was when we were young and spry and we could stay up all night and drinking mountain dew and eating funyuns and we would just we would just stare God. at those puzzles man those the most yeah. glorious nights yeah and the seventh let's guest that... about... i was gonna Go say like that seventh guest comes from like like that glory day of PC gaming where they um, 
where they used like live action video that was somehow like interstitched with these weird like you know like weird pc 3d graphics like sega cd era graphics you know yeah yeah yeah. like that was the best like that that era of gaming because everything was just like superimposed which worked well for ghosts and shit you know made sense yeah so i don't know uh, if i'd go as far as saying it was the best i just like (laughs) these games were fucking terrible i think that there is a certain charm in like that way that games were made back then and i think it's like the same kind of certain lo-fi charm that you see when you go back and you watch like Star Wars and you're like, no, I don't want to see the 3D modeled X-Wing. I just want to see the one where they're just holding it and you're just using a camera down like a miniature trench. Like, I want to see that X-Wing, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's true. Yeah. So anyways, there's also a Steam sale going on and there's a, uh, uh, I think until the 28th, and there's a game called Rochard that I reviewed on a much earlier podcast, which is a great uh, puzzle platformer if you're into platforming and it's only two dollars right now so fucking buy it nice yeah very cool cool It's Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars The Clone Wars, and you're listening to the Rated NA Podcast at nerdappropriate.com. The Naquato. Yeah. So, you guys want to hear a story? Okay, let's yes. hear a story. Let's go. So, I was having a crappy weekend uh, from just about the end of day Friday all the way through Saturday night, and uh, on Friday night, I was like sitting at home not really doing anything i was like boo, boo. i think i went to dinner with you ash right i think so we get tacos Over. that night i believe that might we totally, we totally batched it up this weekend ash and i we out pretty much the entire it was like our wives are gone we have no reason to hang out let's hang out anyways all day every day you say you've been in a, a time warp <laughs> a time warp you don't have to be anywhere you don't even know what day it is when you're going out i know seriously nice so um so i was you know being all and sitting on the couch and i put in a movie that can never fail to cheer me up. What was it? What do you think it is, Scott? <laughs> Ash was, already knows. It wasn't Martin Lawrence's Black Knight, was it? What? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a random poll. <laughs> <laughs> because that is a fantastic movie. If that's the one that you were talking about. Wow. God. I feel less guilty about mine now. Um no, it's You've Got Mail. My oh, I, I, I was going to say Sleepless in Seattle. I knew it was one of them. No, no, I don't watch Sleepless in Seattle, schlocky crap. Oh, I watch okay. You've Got Mail, oh. where they're in the technology age of My email. apologies. I was so far off the mark. No, that, that movie, you know, is, is uh, junky, or, or like, not junky, but like saccharine sweet as it can be. Uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's in New York. I love New York, and it's set in the Upper West Side, which is one of my favorite parts in New York. And, uh, you know, you just want them to get together, guys. It's like, <laughs> you just want those emails to work out, and then they meet each other, and they're like, they love each other. Meg <laughs> Ryan also, like, at that stage in her career, was probably, like, one of the most adorable people on the planet. She is. She's not, like, gorgeous, hot, like, sex, you know, pot kind of girl. It's She's just, like, she's absolutely adorable throughout the entire movie. And the yeah. cast is fucking Dave Chappelle, you know, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, like... 
they're funny people. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it put immediately put me in a good mood. And I have another movie that I, I will use for my answer a little bit later. But that is the the basis of our question this week. Because uh, I finished it and I was just like, I do love New York and I love everything. I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> so the question is, what movie or game has the capacity to cheer you up no matter what went on that day? And uh, let's get into the answers. Mylon fucking Barrows says The Princess Bride. Great movie. This fantastic movie. It's it, 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 so quotable, too. Just so many different things in it that are just amazing not only that but there are so many reasons that you could like that movie so many reasons uh, yeah. to like that movie yeah billy crystal is... andre the giant yes it's just like it's so quirky <laughs> i'm just saying like just the the quirkiness of it those could just be like those actors and those parts those could be anybody except it was andre the giant and billy crystal you know what i mean right. yeah 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 the movie could have just been like uh carrie what's his face and just a bunch of other people but it wasn't. Right. It was so much better than that. It was no, I, I, I fully agree. And it has some of the most memorable scenes ever. Like the scene with the RRUSs is still like one of those scenes that I remember seeing when I was a little kid. Like I always think about that scene. And I loved the whole Fred Savage, like how the book's being read to him by yes. his grandfather. That's what so, I was going to so say. Well yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's being, it's being read to him while he's sitting there. It's amazing. In Peter Falk. <laughs> That was my Fred Savage impression, by the way. That was your Fred <laughs> yeah. Savage. I was waiting for more, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a really good Fred Savage. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I used to watch Wonder Years. Um, so next on the list is Mr. Paul Rigg. Um, bring it on and pitch perfect. Um, nice. For a variety of reasons. Uh but yeah, those are those are good movies. Actually, I liked Pitch Perfect much more than I thought I would. I did like, too. I just saw it recently when I was up in New York for a week. I watched it like on cable in the in the hotel room, and it was really good. Like surprisingly good. Yeah, no, it was good. It was, well, I think they're working on a sequel too. So hmm. good, ca- good cast in that movie. Yeah, hmm. It was a good cast. Uh, Dave Hooligard, a uh, friend of ours from. EA, right? Bioware, EA. And yep. he also, uh, he is an author. I think you can look up. He's got some books published. Uh, says, Super Metroid and Tetris Attack Wait always a make me happy. Hold on. Tetris Attack? I know. It's the wrong game, right? No. I think he means Pokemon Puzzle. No, you can say, like, that one's fine, too. Tetris Attack, PPL, whatever you want to do. <laughs> we need to play this game, my friend, because this is Uh-oh. my jam. Tetris Attack. Uh-oh. Tetris Attack. We should yes. have, we should have, uh, we should have listener contests where they just try to beat you in tetris attack and we'll give them something if they win i'm not i'm not a competitive gamer but i will stand by my prowess in tetris attack i was gonna say i've seen you play pokemon puzzle league against people and i'm pretty sure you are a competitive gamer sir (laughs) just just that one game just that one game like talking shit we used to so the backstory to this he also says parappa the rapper makes me think i missed my calling which by the way parappa the rapper is awesome but um a quick story is that we used to back back way back in the day when Scott and I were roommates, um, we would go over to our friend Toby's house for like parties. And some point in the party, Toby would pull out was the GameCube, right? No, the sixty four. Yeah, pull out his N sixty four in Pokemon Puzzle League, and then people would just challenge Scott because Scott was so freaking good at this game, no one could beat him at he'd it. Like make me play <laughs> the game, and he'd, he'd be like, "We're playing this." 
Yeah, everybody would sit him down and make him play it against them. Like he would just go through like rows of people and destroy them in Pokemon Puzzle League, and they'd be like, "Ah!" Oh! It was it was hilarious to watch. That's and awesome. Then they, it was like the one game Scott could hold over Adam, and not the one for me, but the one he could hold over Adam as well, our friend Adam, because you were just better. It was like the weird. You were just in the zone with these games. I, I've never understood it, but you're ridiculously good at them. And you know, I I got hooked on Tetris Attack at your house. There was one night. <clears throat> Well, we were staying at your house, which was rare. We didn't really stay at your house that much at night. Right. And uh, we stayed up. I think I was up for like eight hours once like all <laughs> night playing Tetris Attack. And ever since then, it was like it became a part of my being, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so Sorry, I just had to derail the podcast for Tetris Attack. It was a good, no, no, fantastic I mean, a, shout out. It was worth it. Yeah. He actually just got married, too. So huge, huge congrats. Oh, congrats. Dave oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a promotion. Uh, for EA Bioware, all, all awesome. the same day. That is all very good. Wow. Yeah, that's good, good stuff happens to good people. I'd like to, I'd like to jump and read this next one too because your mom and I are kindred spirits, Ash. Yeah, I noticed that. It's hilarious. <laughs> Ash's mom says when Harry met Sally in the 1968 uh-huh. classic Romero movie Night of the Living Dead, which explains a lot uh, about you. And yeah, yeah, it really kind of does. <laughs> and why I get along with your mom so well when, when we're all around family events. Yes, my mom, uh, she's an interesting character and a big fan of our podcast. Yes, she nice. likes everything. On our, on she Facebook. called me and said she really enjoyed 124. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so she really enjoyed it. Well, well. I think she likes when we talk about movies and stuff because she doesn't know about games, but she knows she likes movies. Yeah, so. yeah. well, I'm glad she enjoys Terry Met Sally. I enjoy you've got mail. I feel like we're we're generational, you know? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Sisley says, uh, original TMNT. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I would add I would like to tastefully add on TMNT two Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. <laughs> well but the original one is tops, right? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's I know a terrific like, movie. I know you like ninja rap, but uh, the original one was really where it was at. Yeah, I mean without ninja rap, it doesn't Casey have like Jones. a lot of legs to stand on. <laughs> Except for Kino. Kino was good. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some good movies. They are. They're fantastic. Um, next up is Karume, who is uh, at Foxy on Twitter, and he says, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is a fucking incredible movie. It is so and great. It's definitely a feel good movie. It's one I can watch anytime. Like when it's on TV, I'll just sit and watch it. Like it's just a good movie. Yeah. I think my favorite character is Cameron still. I still I love he, Cameron. Everybody I, loves Cameron, right? I thought he was great. So I, feel like it, I feel like it tells you a lot about somebody by who they identify with in that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Ferris was just like a little too cool for me. Like, yeah. I would definitely be the friend along for a ride that was like neurotic and being like, I got to get back to school. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't think That'd I could be, be as cool as, as I'm a Cameron. I feel like I'm, I, I can't be Cameron. I mean, I can't be a uh, Ferris. You could be Sloan. That'd be pretty hot. I'm pretty hot, so I could be <laughs> slow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Chris Jenkins says, uh, also, I'd like to in- interject really quick. We're really happy everybody posted this on Facebook. It, like, never happens. Everybody yeah. everybody uh, quoted on Facebook, and I loved it, and I was reading. I was like, hey, people are responding on Facebook. Yay. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Bubble Bobble is his game. Wow. Uh, Ghostbusters and Beverly Hills Cop. And Wow. I'm glad I read this one because Ghostbusters is my other one. That those are my uh, two. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You've got mail and Ghostbusters, and and the weirdest thing about Ghostbusters, not weird, but what was what was interesting was before I left for New York, uh, 
they played it the month before I left. It was in the theaters, and we all, I made everybody go with us so we could see Ghostbusters in the movie theater. Yeah, and it was awesome. I do remember. That was fantastic. I love Ghostbusters. But that, that movie I can put on, and there's so many jokes in it that, that are just like quick hit jokes that are like there and then gone, and you either laugh or you don't. And Bill Murray is a genius in it the whole way through. So love me some Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Freeming at Mr. Slick says, that's a tough one. Um, Oscar with Stallone... Uh, Johnny Dangerously and Maid of Honor with Patrick Dempsey. Wow. Nice. wow. I re- nice. I'm really happy that people are like opening up to us with yeah. this question. Yeah, yeah. It kind of makes fantastic. me want to be want to be kind of open about mine. This is a judgment-free zone, you guys. Johnny Dangerously, man. That movie <laughs> that is like it has a weird place in my heart. They used to when I was a kid, my parents had HBO and I would just watch HBO endlessly all the time. Mm-hmm. Boobies included, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but Johnny Dangerously was on all the time for whatever reason. <laughs> it was like HBO bought the rights to it for 10 years and we're just like, we're going to air this thing forever. And they just aired Johnny Dangerously endlessly through my like elementary and middle school years. <laughs> but I watched that movie quite a bit. That was a good one. I loved it. Um, Josh Silverman says uh, Tangled for movies mm-hmm. for him. Pitch Perfect for movies for my wife and anything Kingdom Hearts for me. So he answered for his wife as well. I don't think I ever saw Tangled, but I've heard it's a very, very it's really good. Actually, for some reason, I went and saw it in the theater, and I ended up really, I really liked it. It was um, pretty good Disney movie. I mean, I love animated movies in in 3D or 2D. Like I love them all. So I go see them like unabashedly. But for whatever reason, didn't see Tangled. I don't remember why. Pitch Perfect, man. A lot of people loving it. I need to see this movie. I mean, it's you like, never saw it? No, I, I haven't. This answer's come up like four or five times, though. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You can, we have it on Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. Yes. Ash, why don't you say yours? Um, well, I, mine was bringing it on for a really long time. That is like sort of my um, m- my go-to answer. Uh-huh. But this weekend... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This weekend, I watched Katy Perry's Part of Me. <laughs> really? The How 2012 was that? documentary about Katy Perry's world tour. Wow. And it brought me a lot of happiness. So I think <laughs> that might be on my list now. <laughs> it's the feel good movie of the summer. It was really good. No, uh, okay. In all honesty, I don't own a Katy Perry album. I don't really know that much about Katy Perry. But I'm, I'm fascinated with people and people's stories and how people got to where they are. Um, I never knew her story prior to this documentary and after watching it, I'm like, okay, I get, I get it. Like I get why she is like as she famous as she is. Pretty hard. She, she, started, she works super hard since she was like 12 years old. Yeah, she's been doing she stuff. Really so. Young. Yeah. So it was really good. Super positive. I mean, it definitely has its dark moments, but it's like a, a really fun story. And, um, yeah, it was, it was I've enjoyable. Been, I've been so, watching. I haven't gotten through the whole thing, but I've been watching um, Just Play the Hits, the LCD sound system one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I never liked that band, but the documentary is pretty interesting. I actually really like it. I love documentaries. I can watch anything mm, about anyone. Mm-hmm. I do all summer is watch documentaries. That's where Netflix Katie really Perry. shines. Wow, yeah. that's, that's, that's opening up, man. Dude, I'm telling you. What um, made you I, did it come on TV well, or what made you watch no, it? No, it's, it's on Netflix. Yeah. And um, I'm going to have a really interesting time explaining the Netflix queue to the wife when she returns. <laughs> can, you delete, like, can you delete your history is, before she gets home? Can't. Can't. Can't so she set up profiles like, now? I don't know. But it's in all. Like, it's going to be like all these documentary zombie movies and like the latest one is Katy Perry's part of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's, she's gonna, gonna be, be flipping like, through and it's gonna be like because you watched Katy perry's a part of me <laughs> yeah well, what can you do it's like it was good <laughs> i stand behind my my choice excellent uh michael thompson right that's where we are yes says anything from bioware or an ace ventura movie oh yeah any ace ventura i the first one i remember really laughing at mm-hmm. but i was still like still in the um living color like i still loved in living color in living living color living color was the band in living color was a tv show in living color was a tv show and that was like straight after right then he do ace ventura was really his first big movie project i think so yeah it was you can, funny you can do what you want to do it's funny in a, in a jim carrey way but that's awesome mm-hmm. bioware games while i love them i don't know that they make me happy like yeah, like a pick me up. Yeah, do they pick you guys up? Um, I think originally, like the first time I played through Dragon Age, the first time I played through Mass Effect, I was so completely enamored with them. Then absolutely, yeah, huh. it was like for me, it was like an adrenaline high for like a week when I played those games. But then after I've played them so many times now, it's just like now yeah. it's just kind of like. It's honestly like doing a chore. <laughs> like, it feels like, like I have to go here and I have to do this, then I have well, to do this, then I have to do this. It's not that for me, but it's yeah. definitely like it's it's definitely just kind of an emotional roller coaster. So I'm always kind of like up and down, you know, like not it doesn't I don't just get like pure joy from I get joy from it. That's a weird way to put it. I don't know. But hmm. I can still see it. I can see it. Scott, did you answer yours yet? No, I didn't. I'm I'm really struggling. With nothing this, makes it, you it's happy. Katy Perry is part of me, isn't it? Tell <laughs> no. me the truth. I mean, like no, no, t- nothing makes him happy. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. Nothing. There's just. I'm sorry. There's just nothing that makes me happy. Um, let's see. Oh, may, um, okay. I, I I have a couple that come to mind for for different reasons. But like, Ash, your your Katy Perry's part of me might be my Spice World. You know, Spice World. There right? you go. I used to watch nice. that. A lot. You did, yeah. Spice World was fantastic, but I think I think maybe one of maybe a more real answer would be that thing you do. Oh yeah, yeah. With, with Tom movie. Hanks, yeah. that's and, a great uh, movie. And Liv Tyler. Yeah, Wolfman. Can he play? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I think I can handle it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the O'Neaters. <laughs> yes, God, I love that. The O'Neaters. If you ever want like a true lesson in branding. Watch that thing you do and see what they do with their band name because that is amazing. It's a that's a it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. And uh, the fun fact is that when uh, Matt and I were in a band in high school, we we covered that song. We did. Yeah, that was cool. Um, we both have Tom Hanks in our movie. Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks is the most trusted man in America. He is. Yeah. It's a good song. Uh, yeah, we covered. Is that what you said, Ash? Yeah, we covered it. Yeah, that's crazy. In like Green Day style because we were kids, but, you know. And you know what else brings me a lot of joy, even though I'm sure it wasn't really meant to have this this impact on the viewer, was uh, Mortal Kombat, the movie. The movie? Really? Yeah. Didn't you recently tell me a story about Mortal Kombat that you may have been out with your lady and ordered it to arrive at the house the next day? Oh, yeah. Hanging I think, out I imbibing. Mean, we- I mean, we definitely, I think we definitely got drunk one night and decided that we needed to see this movie again. And it arrived at the house the next day and we watched it. <laughs> That's the amazing thing about Amazon and like yeah. just being like, oh, I want to do this. And then like looking on your phone, <laughs> buying it, having it delivered the next day. And That's I can, ridiculous. I mean, the other thing I can tell you about that movie is that um, I, not personally, but I know somebody who is, appears in that movie. 
What? What? Yeah. Um, there's on the soundtrack to Mortal Kombat, there's a song from a band called Mother's Day Out. <laughs> yeah. And the guy who is the singer of that band appears in the um, in the industrial like concert scene where uh, where Sonya goes to find Kano. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, he's the one that's like singing behind the fence, you know, because uh, it's awesome. the 90s. So the band had to be like behind a fence because it's cool and industrial, you know. So. Uh, so, yeah, Mortal Kombat like brings me that's so awesome. much joy because it's so ridiculous and it's it's kind of funny in its own way. But um, I think my 90s one would be Hackers. Oh, yeah. We're going to read the rest of these questions and then we're going to reminisce just, a little bit. Just list movies that we love. <laughs> yeah. And there's actually actually there's a there's um I'm seeing the rest of our responses and there is a movie that I'm surprised does not show up in this list. And I will tell you what it is when we get to the end. Okay. So okay. Why don't you read the next one? Then? So Tasman at Tasman says anything from Star Wars, really. And I would agree. That's awesome. Ash and I were talking about the phenomena of how kids really do love Jar Jar this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that it's like, well, it's universally hated among our generation. It is like borderline universally loved by children. It kind of dawned on me when I went to Celebration. I saw kids dressed as Cad Bane, who like mm-hmm. made very little of an impact on me. But I was like, oh, I get yeah. it now. Yeah. 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 It's like those movies are aimed somewhat at children. <laughs> hmm. How about huh. that? Huh. Huh. Maybe that's why it's a like phenomenon sells billions of dollars worth of merchandise. How about that? So um, a friend, uh, Fluid Fire, Amanda T, says, Movies, anything Disney or Pixar, agree. Games, Mass Effect 2 or SOTOR, so I can shoot peons with lightning. Nice. Nice. Awesome. You know what what recent Disney movies fantastic is Wreck-It Ralph? I think we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, that was good, too. It was a great movie. Mm -hmm. I just felt like they spent too much time in the go-kart racing area. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Should I read the next one, too, I guess? Maybe you should. My Lady... Mayok at Mayok, Melissa, wife, my wife, says, um, this is why we're married, guys. You've got mail. What? (laughs) And uh, any Bejeweled type game, which I know because that's all she actually does uh, most (laughs) of the time, is play some sort of jewel or candy destroying puzzle game. Yeah. uh, Whenever I see my wife on her phone for too long, I ask her how how she's enjoying playing her hunch generator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like mine is like we're, we'll be going to sleep and it'll be like this faint glow until you know 5 a.m or something and i'm like yeah. just turn your phone off yeah. i'm almost done and i'm like oh my god yeah. uh my wife what at chris fits on social media if you want to follow her her exploits um she says the princess bride Yes. Which is, I believe, her favorite film. It's right up there. If it's not her number one favorite film, it's definitely in the top 50. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know her so well. (laughs) I was just amazed that they were able to spell that title upside down and right side up at the same time. Yeah. On the box art. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sam Nee at Eaton Green Eggs. Green. Yeah, that's what it says. Hmm, game, Mass Effect 2, movie, Bridesmaids, or Dark Knight? Dark Knight, man. Dark Knight. That's surprising. I mean, it's a fantastic movie. Easily one of the best comic book movies ever made, but... I mean, I guess if it's being that good, it could just make your day better, right? Yes. What if the Dark Knight had the uh, dress try-on scene from Bridesmaids in it? (laughs) Make any sense? (laughs) Would he have that voice, that raspy voice? 
Could we wrench that in there? <laughs> I think it's so. like when Batman's trying on new uniforms, but he just ate Mexican food. Oof. <laughs> Do you think he has a? Nah, it's, never mind. Like a poop? <laughs> like a poop flap? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to have a poop flap. I heard the music coming on in my head, and I just was like, well, I'll just I'll skip this one. <laughs> so no, he's, he's got to have a poop flap. You think so, right? I mean, that whole thing's like a single piece. Like, he has to get the whole thing off to go. It's very Batman's got to poop, right, guys? I was going to I mean, do you think that there's some kind of system built into the suit to handle that? How do any of those guys poop when you think about it? All their suits are like one piece. Like molded plastic. Yeah. So you know what movie did not make this list? What movie? By the beard of Zeus. Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman. Oh yeah. No Anchorman. Yeah. That's really surprising. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's strange that it didn't make it. Because you know who didn't answer our question? What's Hillary? That? Oh yeah, Hillary. Hillary. Damn it, Hillary. Oh, Hillary. Damn you, Hillary. We're gonna have to She'll ask her back. next week what her what her feel no, good. Too late. She can't answer the Naquato with everybody else, then she doesn't get to answer. Whoa, brutal. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Man. I'm Ron Burgundy. See, we're all feeling better already. Such a Indeed. good These movies are all great. This is what's great about this question. It's just a great question. It makes you feel great because everything's great. Yeah. Indeed. No matter how long you've been struggling with getting your laptop to recognize that it has a graphics card inside <laughs> of it, you can still feel better after that. You don't have to go through <laughs> walls and doors and throw things at windows. Mm-hmm. Not that I did any of that. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's, that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's, there's no need for that. You just, uh, just, just pop in You've Got Mail. Yep. Enjoy the jaunty theme. <laughs> or just three important words. You've Got Mail. Powerful stuff. I highly recommend Katy Perry's part of me. Wow. Nice. Let's do the nerd appropriate football. That's what we do right we're, now. We're, we're going to have to save the pick em for next week, though. No, we are not because well, somebody was... texted Hillary. Oh. Oh, this oh. guy's on the game over here. Whoa, you guys okay. are all not doing anything. Well, let's have at it then. Well, in the NAF update, there's almost no update. Essentially, the league didn't move around. Karen's still in first. Scott, you're still in the second, third, third? For and now, each yeah. 33 is still in second. Uh, after this week, I think things are changing because there's some win-loss going on. But uh, but yes, Karen is still, once again, for another week, destroying our league. Amazing. <laughs> Beholder the glory. Um, but in our April, we've got three more games to choose from and some results to go over real quick. Real quick, guys. Real quick. So last week... First game you guys had was the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you guys split the decision, and Ash chose the Vikings. I don't remember why, because it's been a while. And Hillary chose. I don't chose remember the why either. <laughs> but I know I know that Hillary is not a fan of Vikings at the moment. That is true. That I think was most of the reason, and then I think Ash just chose the other one. Because he likes to be different. Okay. You know? so, stubborn guy. So Ash gains a game on Hillary. Ash gains a game. No, Hillary won. Panthers won last week. Oh, they did? The yeah. Oh, my bad. It was 35 to 10. Oh, sorry about that. So Hillary's up even further. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Next game uh, was the Steelers versus the Jets. You guys both chose the the Jets. 
You guys were both incorrect. The Steelers won their first game of the season and took down the New York Jets. And in the last game, it was racism versus hatred for conservative Texas. (laughs) And uh, Ash went with racism. Hillary went with conservative Texas. And the winner was decidedly conservative Texas, 31 to 16. So Hillary is now dominating Ash in said football league. Is she on top again? She's dominating on, me? She's like on top so high that you can't even see her anymore. She's, she's four games up on you. Wow. At what point do I lose? You got to make some moves. <laughs> it's over, buddy. It's a long season. This is all, How long is the season? It keeps going. It's like 16 Until weeks. When? Yeah, you how got through weeks? December. We're doing this till December. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're doing. All right, so I already have Hillary's picks, so this is actually going to work out nicely because you can just make your pick, and then I will see what Hillary picked. Okay. All right. First game, I've already pre-picked them. They're in the list. We've got the San Diego Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. One of these teams is doing pretty terrible this year, but who do you want to go with, Ash? I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Why is that? You're because I have, Diego for this, huh? I I have pride in my state. Wow, you do. <laughs> okay. All right. I I support that. I'm I can get behind that. Well, you guys yeah. have chosen the same. Hillary also went with the Jaguars, and I have no witty. I can make up things, but I just got a list of teams that she chose, so <laughs> I can't make anything up. Uh, Should I make something game, up? Sure. She chose the Jaguars. I. I choose the Jaguars because I think Jaguars are majestic and <laughs> and I like their spots and they play in Jacksonville. That All right. actually sounds pretty accurate. Yeah, that, that okay. might be dead on. Cool. So next up <laughs> is the Browns versus the Packers. We've got the Cleveland Browns versus the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are not a euphemism for something. They are just uh, named after their original company that sponsored them. And then the Browns, as we know, stand for poop. <laughs> so who so you is the, the Packers versus the Browns? Correct. <laughs> You're welcome for picking this game. <laughs> well. <laughs> the Browns are an uh, pick favorite. They are an pick favorite. I, I have to go with the Browns because, like I said before, always been on Brown. All right. Well, Hillary went with the Packers. So. Of course she would. Of course she would. Of why, course. Hillary, why did you choose the Packers? Well, they play in Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and why did she say yeah? Because <laughs> she's Canadian, right? She is secretly Canadian. Secret, secret Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and that is. And it's cold there, and I like it. And I and I don't like poop. Okay, there okay. you go. Oh no! So the final game <laughs> that you guys are choosing this week is the San Francisco Forty ers versus the Tennessee Titans, which I actually wrote to Titans on the list, but I misspelled it. It's just one T. Ash, the Niners, right. the Niners or the Titans? Gonna go for the. 49ers. Alrighty. Uh oh. Because they could have they could have called themselves a bigger number, but they went for forty nine <laughs> for some unknown reason. 
pretty sure it has to do with the gold rush. <laughs> yes. I feel I feel like they're just being humble. <laughs> you know, we could have been the millions. <laughs> I'm just going to go with 49 because, you know, we don't have egos. So Hillary also chose the Niners. Hillary, why did you also choose the Niners? I think this is pretty easy to know, but. Well, obviously because it's San Francisco. So uh-huh. I had to pick the Niners. Okay. Thanks, Hillary. Uh, oh, no. That is the Naple this week. Um, Ash has a chance to catch up a game. It'll be the Browns versus the Packers, so you guys watch that one and see who wins. <laughs> Although I already know who wins because the game happened yesterday. But <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Don't ever Google Browns versus Packers, by the way. <laughs> You'll get some really interesting results. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So uh, that is the Naples. So now we can do our shout-outs, guys. All right. So I guess one huge shout-out goes to Jimmy Hinson for having a uh, incredibly successful kick- Kickstarter campaign. I believe it wrapped up either today or whenever this is going to come out. So right around the time this comes out, Jimmy Hinson's Kickstarter will be done. And he successfully funded um, his new album. and Many and times over. Big, big time. So and I helped. He must feel very well right now. I'm going to call um, you guys out. Did you guys back it? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. We all backed it. We're such good people. We guys, did. let's all pat ourselves on the back. All we right. Did. I just did. Cool. So who else are we giving shout-outs to? Uh, shout-outs to, to all the ladies who had a good time at Geek Girl Con, and um, we can't wait to hear about their adventures, and perhaps uh, Hillary will tell all of the tales of Geek Girl Con next week. So shout-out to them for having so much fun. And... That's about it. Um, as always, you guys can find us on Twitter at NerdAppropriate. You can email us all directly as Ash, Matt, Hillary with one L, and Scott at NerdAppropriate.com. And uh, feel free to stop by our Facebook, and that's slash NerdAppropriate on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Give us some love. Yeah. We deserve it. Cool. We're working hard at this. Nice. Well, that was like an old school episode. Good job, everybody. It was. We made it through it. Nice. And then we'll see. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Getting eerie now. Pretty good. need a studio with a fireman's pole let's do it let's rent a studio like the like the ghostbusters you just want to buy an old firehouse and podcast Dude. from there yes uh, that'd be sweet there'd be no reason to slide down that pole because i'm sure all the recording equipment would be upstairs but we could totally do it if that's what you want to do <laughs> let's do it all let's right do it